This is the Black and Blue Report presented by ABC Insurance Agencies, a better choice for insurance. Now from Studio B or wherever the Saints or Pelicans might be, here's Sean Kelly. What's going on? Welcome into the Monday edition of the Black and Blue Report. I'm Daniel Salerson filling in for Sean Kelly. Hope you had a great weekend. Hope you enjoyed parades here this weekend for St. Patrick's Day. I know the weather wasn't cooperating for some of it, but hope you all have a great weekend. March Madness is in full swing, and uh, NBA and NFL, still lots of chatter about NFL free agency, especially the Saints signings. We had a few of them in studio on Friday, and we're going to play you some interviews from them throughout the week. And of course, the Pelicans with a big win over the Charlotte Hornets on Saturday in overtime, 125-122. to Anthony Davis, was a monster on his 24th birthday. We'll get to that in just a second. I do want to congratulate UNO, University of New Orleans, for their first tournament appearance in over 20 years. Big uh, overtime win over Corpus Christi in the Southland Conference Championship. Now they have some work to do. They'll play in the play-in game tomorrow against Mount St. Mary's, and then if they win, your, your reward is the defending champion Villanova Wildcats. So big congratulations to Coach Schlesinger and UNO, and uh, of course we'll be rooting for them here in the big easy hope you all are probably i'm sure a lot of you have filled out your bracket already i've not gotten a chance to um but i know it'll probably be uh lots of sharpies scratched out lots of red ink kind of like an essay uh in college but uh we'll see how it goes it's so hard to predict those things you can watch every single expert show on the march madness but you man it's so hard to figure out as you remember last year syracuse a double digit seed going to the final four so who knows but it's a great time of year and Hope you all enjoy your time with March Madness. For the Saints, they made some moves. Brandon Cooks is on his way to the New England Patriots in exchange for a first-round pick. And uh, a pick was given to the New England Patriots as well. So Brandon Cooks wishing the best of luck there in New England. Of course, uh, we had uh, Larry Warford in studio, AJ Klein in studio, some of the newest pickups. Nick Fairley as well being re-signed. Still some moves Left to be made for Mickey Loomis and Sean Payton. We'll keep an eye on those throughout the week. On the Pelican side, again, Anthony Davis, 24th birthday, 46 points, 21 rebounds. He's the first player to put up 44-plus points on his birthday in a long time. Four other guys have done it. Shaq, LeBron, MJ. I forget the other one, but nonetheless, very good company for Mr. Davis. And then, of course, there's been only three 40-20 and 20 games in the NBA since 2012. All of them have come courtesy of Anthony Davis, the last one to do so. Besides AD, Dwight Howard back in 2012. So, lots of good stuff to get to on today's show. Of course, we'll talk some NBA with uh, Tim Legler. Sean Kelly had a chance to talk to Tim yesterday as Sean was doing ESPN Radio nationally, covering Bulls and Celtics. And we'll get to know one of the newest Saints, Larry Warford, offensive lineman, Coming from the Detroit Lions, I sat down with him on Friday in studio, and we'll play that for you as well. Let's get going. Let's start off with the newest member of the Saints. Larry Warford joins the show next. Auctioner believes the best way to predict the future is to invent it. Here, our doctors and staff are changing lives day after day. Every week, I'm operating on babies who are days old with hearts smaller than walnuts. We're giving these kids a life they wouldn't otherwise have, a chance to grow up. Sometimes, cancer patients come who were told they were out of options. But Auctioner has the most clinical trials in the state. 
It's amazing to be able to give second chances. We're always a step ahead, even with simple things, like getting you in to see a doctor today versus a week from now, so what you have doesn't become something bigger. It makes a difference. Every day, Auctioner is creating a better future by looking forward and thinking differently to find life-changing solutions. That's healthcare with peace of mind. Appointments are available today. Call 866-AUCTIONER or visit auctioner.org. We all know Saints fans are humble, hardworking, likable, and the most devoted fans in the league. All of that takes energy. The energy you get from a warm bowl of Campbell's Chunky Soup. Its meaty goodness fuels the greatness of Saints fans everywhere. Try the delicious Chunky Chicken and Sausage Gumbo. Just visit your local Winn-Dixie and ask for Campbell's Chunky Soup. The hearty way to fuel your game. And the official soup of the New Orleans Saints. The future is bright for your New Orleans Pelicans with the addition of all-star DeMarcus Cousins along with Anthony Davis and Drew Holiday. The time is now to become a Pelican season ticket holder. Those locking in their seats by Friday, March 31st will take advantage of the price freeze and also receive a food and beverage gift card worth up to $600. Call 504-525-HOOP or visit pelicans.com today and win the night. We're talking Saints football on the Black and Blue Report. All right, welcome back to the show. Time now to be joined. We're joined now by Larry Warford, uh, who just joined us in free agency guard, uh, most recently with the Detroit Lions. Larry, first of all, welcome to New Orleans. Appreciate it. Glad to be here. So uh, the first question is, what made you decide on New Orleans as far as this free agent process? How did New Orleans become the destination for you? Um, You know, it's funny, uh, just – the draw of the city, you know, the team, the history has, um, you know, a great quarterback. You know, I'm familiar with the system as well. Uh, you know, I had Joe up in Detroit. Uh, you know, there's, there's a lot of factors, but, you know, at the end of the day, um, you know, I was just – there was something about it you can't really explain. Yeah. You know, it's like, you know what, let's be a Just be the right fit, yeah. <laughs> let's, go do, let's go do this. Um, before I get into your relationship with Joe Lombardi, um, I don't want to get into specifics about your free agency, but this is basically your first time doing – the. what was the process like for you – for the first time kind of doing the free agent stuff you know there, there's a little bit of stress um not from my end mm-hmm. uh just you know my fiance you know yeah. she, she she's kind of stressing out a little bit because she you knows she wants to know where she's gonna be you know she has to go back to school she has yeah. to teach uh, she's a kindergarten teacher and uh, okay you know so she was kind of stressing out a little bit and then um you know people in my circle are just like hey what's going on what's going on what's going on and uh you know i, I didn't have an answer for him uh so it was it's it it kind of it, it, to that extent, it was a little stressful, but other than that, you know, it was um, it went smooth. Other, you know, other than that, um, nothing, nothing too crazy. You know? Does she feel comfortable now, knowing that yeah. she knows where she's going now? Yeah, she does. She does. Uh, she's she's somebody who needs to know. Like, uh, uh-huh. she's definitely a planner. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, the fact that she has a city and you know this, her sight set on something. You know, Is she excited about New Orleans? Absolutely, that'd be a pretty good city to go to, absolutely. right? There's a lot of culture down here, you know. Uh, so I'm excited myself. So let's go back to your relationship with Joe Lombardi. Obviously, he was there a couple years when you were there, and now he's back here in New Orleans. So, um, what was your relationship like with Joe when your time in Detroit? Uh, you know, he was he was also a great guy. Um, you know, great to be around. Obviously, knew his stuff. Um, he, he's a guy we both enjoy. Uh, uh, Rage Against the Machine. Okay. So <laughs> <laughs> that's your kind of music. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so you know, he was also a good dude. 
Um, and, you know, I'm familiar with this offense uh, for the most part, you know, talking to the coaches. And uh, it's pretty much pretty similar to what, you know, what we ran in Detroit, you know, two years ago. So. So what do you like about this offense? Uh, you have a nice weapon there at quarterback in Drew Brees. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's and it's really simple for the uh, offensive line as far as um, tagging purposes. Mm -hmm. And, you know, there's not too much um, mental gymnastics that need to go on um, at the line. Um, it's very, hey, get up, line up, tag. Let's okay. go. Let's ride from there, you know, so. What are some comparisons? I know you haven't played with Drew yet, but you also had um, a guy that could throw the ball real well in Matt Stafford there. Yeah. Um, do you see any similarities between the two, or and what are some of the major, major differences? Both just tough, man. Yeah. They're both tough. Uh, Matt is always um, – I don't think I could have you know, started out with a you know, better quarterback um, going in my first four years. Uh, just seeing how, like – as like seeing the example of a competitor mm -hmm. um you know he's gonna fight through everything and everything for you and then you know you see the same thing with drew um just gonna fight through everything and uh you know he's a you know a consummate leader um just from the outside looking in and uh, i'm really excited uh you know to be lining up with him does it make things easier just in a mindset that you said mentally knowing that you have drew Brees at quarterback you have a, a wide receiver threats to Michael Thomas and Ted Ginn and so on, and then you have a running game with Mark Ingram. Just knowing that you're going from one high-powered offense to the other, is that kind of not relax you, but kind of knowing that you're going to be part of a, a pretty prolific offense there? Oh, it just gets me fired up, yeah. man. You know, uh, anytime, <laughs> uh, especially with the run game, you know, you uh, any, any lineman wants to run the ball. Yeah. You know, that's their main goal, you know. Protect the quarterback, but, like, uh, running the ball, that's uh, kind of a statement, you know. Um and just to be part of something like this, um, to be able to build um, something like this, you know, it's always exciting for alignment and I'm fired up to do that. What did what, what, you learn the most from your time in Detroit? You, you played a lot, started a lot of games there. What, what did you take away from your time as just on the field as a football player? On the field as a um, – the main thing you're going to learn in the league is that there's no easy game. Uh, there's no such thing as, yeah. a, uh, you know, as a game off, you know. Um, you can't have mental lapses – uh, as far as like your focus goes, um, you're, you, it's a hundred percent concentration throughout the whole season. You know, you, you have that one mental lapse and, you know, that's a, that's a negative play for you. And, you know, you look stupid on the field. Mm -hmm. Um, so it's just have, um, you just have to have this consist consistency about you, um, throughout the whole year. And, you know, it's, you know, it's, uh, it drains you. Um, but I think that's where the great players, you know, really shine is they have that consistency. What do you know about your new offensive line teammates as far as personnel-wise or even if you know any of them off you know, the field? You know, uh, long time vet. I feel like I've been watching him forever. Uh, Unger, I've been watching him for a long time. And all those guys, um, you know, it's good. Uh, you know, I've, I've seen a few games. You know, we've played a few of the same opponents. You know, I've always, you know, I've always been impressed with them, and especially, you know, even when, you know, Joe came to Detroit, we watched a lot of their film because, um, you know, we're about to run the same, mm -hmm. pretty much similar offense. And, you know, um, I think they're all all very solid players, great players, um, and I'm I'm excited to line up with them, man. That's simple as that. When you watch tape of other NFL linemen, as far as when you were evolving your career, who who in particular did you try to model your game out of, or who did you watch the most, saying, you know, this is the guy I want his technique, I want to play like him. Dang. Um, or is there anyone like that's that? Hard, you... That's hard to say. Yeah. You know, when I first uh, when I first got in the league, um, you know, my my mentor is uh, LaCharles Bentley. Mm -hmm. I was watching him a lot. Um, he was just a mauler, man, like nasty, you know, mean streak about him. And then, you know, you know, so I wanted to play like that. And then you get in the league and, you know, you see certain people doing certain things. Um, and it's funny, 
um, Kevin from the Bengals, uh, Zeitler, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I, my rookie year, I watched a lot of him. Okay. And I was just like, oh, man, this guy's good. You, yeah. know? I was like, <laughs> you know, there's stuff I want to do, uh, you know, I want to do that he does. And then, you know, even guys younger than me, you know, Zach Martin, I was, you know, I started watching him yeah. too, like even this past year, you know. So, you know, there's this constant evolution in your game that, um, that, you know, I'm trying to have, you know, so I don't, you know, become complacent yeah. as far as a player, you know, there's always something you can take from somebody. And, um, it's, it's just, you know, you know, everybody has something different. Yeah. You, you know, you can always take that information. So for you, what are you trying to get better at? What, what are some of the things that you're saying? I, I want to improve on this, uh, before next season. Oh, uh, you know, like I said, there's not one specific thing. Okay. It's just me as a football player, as a consummate offensive lineman. Um, I want to be better at everything. Um, whether it be run game, get on the second level, screens, pass pro, um, how I anchor on pass pro. There's not one specific thing. It's just there's like an endless drive. And like I say this all the time, there's like an endless drive as an offensive lineman like to like be better. There's always something yeah. you can get better at. You know, That's always good to have that drive, that's for sure. Um, what do you know about the city of New Orleans? I know you've played here a couple of times. Uh, what about the atmosphere inside the dome and then also just the city in general? You know, uh, the – Past few times I played here, it was a great atmosphere. Uh, you can tell the fans are just, oh, they love the city. Yeah, they do. <laughs> they Very passionate. Them. You know, and even like the short time I've been here, uh, you know, everybody I've talked to, like, hey, these fans, yeah. get <laughs> ready. <laughs> they love it. Uh, they're all, you know, they uh, they breathe football. Um, but uh, you know, so that's as far as I know about uh, you know in the in the stadium. But outside. Have you been here besides no, playing football? So it's just been to, strictly business then. Yeah, I've been here. wanting to. You know, food and music. It's two of my favorite things. So. Okay. <laughs> I know you'll enjoy it. That's yeah. for sure. Before I let you go, you went to the University of Kentucky, and I believe you were there at the same time you overlapped with Anthony Davis when he was playing in 2012. Yeah. In the championship. Uh, uh, Anthony Davis and uh, – And I Cousins? came with Cousins. Uh, we came in together. Do you um, all interact with each other? I know football – I know the so schedules are a little different, but – I don't know if you'd remember me is the funny thing. So we uh, – I came in with uh, John Wall, uh, Cousins, and I think – was it Bledsoe mm-hmm. on that year, 2009? Yeah. yeah, so I came in, and uh, when you come in to Kentucky, they make you take summer classes, mm-hmm. like athletics. Um so a lot like all the football players had class with the uh, basketball players in summer school uh, or summer classes and all that. So we had uh, I think it was a sociology class together. Uh, real cool dude had to duck every time he walked in the yeah. room. And then <laughs> and then um, we had an like during the semester, uh, the fall semester, we actually had a history class together. Okay. I doubt anybody. <laughs> we'll have to reunite you guys for a little. Yeah. But did you go to basketball game? Were you a big basketball fan? Being that. You know, Kentucky has so much history with that, or did they not? <laughs> you can be careful uh, with your answer here. No, no. I actually didn't go to a basketball game until after I left Kentucky. Oh, really? It was random. Um, I was always focused on, you know, football and doing what I needed okay. to do to get better in that area. Gotcha. Uh, I'd always watch the games, you know. And I think that's actually it's a little bit more fun when you're, you know, with your friends mm-hmm. at their house and they're just, you know, throwing parties and stuff, yeah. just watching the games. Okay. That was also a good time. Uh so I never really, I never really went to the games, but no, I had just as much fun. We'll have to get you to a Pelicans game. Let's do it. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Larry Warford here uh, with us on the Black and Blue Report. Larry, I appreciate it. Welcome to New Orleans, and uh, hopefully you can settle down a little bit and enjoy the city. So appreciate you having me. You're at a dinner party. You're seated next to a loudmouth. Plus, there's no bread. Why is there no bread? 
Myrtle the family chow chow seems very interested in you. But you're allergic to Myrtle and you left your inhaler at home. But it doesn't have to be this way. Win the night with the New Orleans Pelicans facing off against the Houston Rockets Friday, March 17th. Bring your whole clan and celebrate St. Patrick's Day with the Pels. Visit pelicans.com for tickets and win the night. Are you ready for a new challenge? Set your goal and go for it with the Smoothie King Change a Meal Challenge. Just change one meal a day with over 20 delicious meal replacement smoothies, all under 400 calories per 20-ounce cup, and sip your way to your goal weight. With flavors like pineapple mango, strawberry blueberry, dark chocolate banana, and more, it's easier than ever to reach for your goal. Take the Change a Meal Challenge, only at Smoothie King. Smoothies with a purpose. Take the challenge as part of a low-calorie diet and daily exercise program. Weight loss depends on individual needs. Welcome back to the Black and Blue Report. Here's Sean Kelly. Tim, I'm catching it a great time for our sport, isn't it? I mean, all the college basketball action and now the NBA schedules heading for the home stretch. If you're not a basketball fan this time of year, I guess you don't like basketball. You know, if you love the game, this is the best stretch of the calendar year. I mean, we all would agree with that. Not only do you get uh, the excitement of what we do for a living, which is which is call NBA games and, and break that down, and when you have NBA players playing their hardest at this time of the year heading into the playoffs, you also get the fun of the college tournaments and and watching those games, the smaller conferences especially, and you get you know schools that haven't been to the tournament in a long time playing for that opportunity. There's just nothing better. It takes me back to when I played um, and, and getting that opportunity as a player in college, very lucky. So, yeah, this is a great time of the year. Uh, you're going to find something every day that's going to be very compelling and dramatic. Yep. I'm eager to ask you about two things. Number one, obviously, because you know a lot of folks that are listening to our visit here are New Orleans Pelicans fans. And I wanted to get your perspective kind of from the outside as you look at it from a national perspective. Uh, Tim, what do you see when you look at the Pelicans now as they head for the final 16, 17 games? Well, I was a big a, a big fan and endorser of the deal when it went down because, look, if you want to take strides in this league and be taken relevant and serious as a contending team, you, you've got to add top-tier talent, and they took an opportunity to do that. Um, and DeMarcus Cousins, we know that coming in, you know, there's some baggage that he had in Sacramento, and I think he looked at it as a fresh start and an opportunity to really, you know, be on a competitive team, playing with a guy and a peer in Anthony Davis, uh, playing in an organization he respects a little bit more. I think you're going to see the best out of him, but this is a big challenge as well to play two guys that size at the same time. It's not going to happen overnight. It's a shame that they had a tough scheduling quirk where they played three out of four immediately, and they dropped all three of those because I think they had playoff aspirations, and they're still not out of it, but I know that that first week was a tough blow to that. But this isn't going to be easy because of the way that they play. They've got to figure out how to be on the court for long stretches and not step on each other's toes and get in each other's way and find out a way they can both play great on the same night and at the same time and get winning results. And Drew Holiday obviously is in the mix as well. They've got to get more production than just those two guys. So it's a lot of work ahead of them, but I think at least whatever happens this year, heading into next season, you feel like you've got a fighting chance in the Western Conference now that you've had another star player. If, if they were to put something together, they still have to uh, get help as they as they look toward the Western Conference playoffs. So handicap, if you don't mind, you know the Denvers of the world, the Portlands of the world, the teams that are right above them in the standings, no matter how good the Pelicans do, will they be in a position to make a move because of those teams? Well, fortunately for them, and again, the scheduling is helping them in a way that they got Denver three times down the stretch. I think they got Portland two times. So you've got five games against teams directly in front of you that you have to catch. So in some ways, you feel good about being able to control your own destiny to a certain extent. Um, but having said that, I think the biggest challenge when you, when you make major additions the way that they have, 
I think defensively is even a bigger challenge for teams when you add talent like that and they haven't played together that long. And you're talking about teams with a lot of firepower. Denver and Portland are two very difficult teams to defend and to guard, so you'd almost have to get a clean sweep of, of Denver maybe to make that happen. And that's going to be a difficult thing to do. Um, so, again, I, I know that everybody in New Orleans wants the Pelicans to be in the playoffs this year. We'd love to see you know, that matchup with New Orleans and Golden State be a fascinating first-round matchup. But that you can't really be that short-sighted. This is more of a longer-term uh, solution, and I think that's what you have to look for going forward and just figure out a way to get the best out of them the rest of this season. If it falls your way, great. But I think the bigger picture is what's going to happen with this organization moving forward and adding the pieces on the perimeter to go around those two stars and some three-point shooting at the top of the list. Tim Legler with us. Player's choice, my friend. Your pick, Eastern Conference, Western Conference, doesn't matter to me. When you look at storylines right now across the league heading for the postseason, what intrigues you the most? It's definitely what's going on with Kevin Durant and Golden State. I I think because there's a lot of uncertainty with the injury, how long he's going to be out. Uh, you know, he's got to get back reincorporated into what they do offensively when he comes back. A lot of people thought, well, okay, Durant went down. They won 73 games last year without him. Let's just go back to that method. When you've been that reliant on a guy for that long a period of time and the way that he plays, it's very difficult to then just flick the switch and go back to what we saw a year ago, particularly when, you know, it's not the same team. You got rid of guys that were major contributors to that team. So, so now you have to figure, when is he coming back? Will they still be the number one seed in the Western Conference when he does? And then how long will it take them to hit really top speed offensively once he's back out on the floor? What looked like a certainty doesn't look so certain anymore that the Golden State Warriors are going to be in the NBA Finals. It's intriguing to say the least. By the way, keep up the great work on ESPN and with our good friend Joel Myers over there at NBA Radio. I'm serious. Thanks, Sean. Appreciate it. is bright for your New Orleans Pelicans with the addition of all-star DeMarcus Cousins along with Anthony Davis and Drew Holiday. The time is now to become a Pelican season ticket holder. Those locking in their seats by Friday, March 31st will take advantage of the price freeze and also receive a food and beverage gift card worth up to $600. Call 504-525-HOOP or visit pelicans.com today and win the night. We all know Saints fans are humble, hardworking, likable, and the most devoted fans in the league. All of that takes energy. The energy you get from a warm bowl of Campbell's Chunky Soup. Its meaty goodness fuels the greatness of Saints fans everywhere. Try the delicious Chunky Chicken and Sausage Gumbo. Just visit your local supermarket and ask for Campbell's Chunky Soup, the hearty way to fuel your game, and the official soup of the New Orleans Saints. Pelicans.com and NewOrleansSaints.com, your first stop when following your teams. All right, great show today. Lots to talk about, and uh, we did so. Big thanks to Larry Warford, newest member of the Saints, and Tim Legler from the NBA on ESPN. Tomorrow is a game day for the Pelicans. They'll take on the Portland Trailblazers here at the Smoothie King Center. It is Bahamas night where fans will get sunglasses and a T-shirt courtesy of the Ministry of Bahamas. And we'll uh, talk some Pelicans Blazers with Jim Eikenhofer from Pelicans.com. It's our Tuesday tradition. And we'll continue getting to know some of the newest Saints. A.J. Klein, linebacker from the Carolina Panthers, will join us in studio as we'll hear from him talk about his time in Carolina and what he looks forward to here now as a member of the New Orleans Saints. We'll have, hopefully, some free agent player or newest players 
on the show throughout the week. So make sure you pay attention to that and also some good NBA guests coming your way as well. That'll do it for today's show. Hope you have a great rest of your Monday. And until tomorrow, I'm Daniel Salerson. Thanks for listening to the podcast for Saints and Pelicans fans, the Black and Blue Report. Thanks for listening to this edition of the Black and Blue Report, presented by ABC Insurance Agencies, a better choice for insurance. If all goes well, we'll be back tomorrow. Tune in each weekday at noon central or at your convenience exclusively online at pelicans.com and neworleansaints.com. Follow your teams direct from the source, the Black and Blue Report.